not manslight me or manslight me. Miss Welcome back to Misandry with Marsha and Ray. Wow, we're happy to be back. What a day! What a it's week. been. It's been kind of a crazy day. What a crazy day! These um, R. Kelly has a cult, <laughs> such as a Monday, you know. <laughs> and wow, the hot takes are steaming hot. Yeah, they're uh, fresh off the pot. Yeah, they're pretty stupid. <laughs> oh my god, the amount the amount of absurd hot takes are astounding. Just unfathomably stupid hot takes yeah um so just like as a basis for uh conversation uh r kelly so there's this uh there's this writer's name is jim de rogatis if i'm pronouncing that correctly and uh he's basically been following r kelly's rape career for like 20 years um so he's a he's a reporter out of chicago and he's basically been following all these allegations Against R. Kelly. What a great beat to be on. The I R. Know, Kelly right? rape allegation beat. Is that crazy? Uh, but yeah, so he's been, you know, following R. Kelly's um, uh, beat. And he wrote this, like, devastating profile in The Village Voice, like, three years ago. Uh, where he basically exposed to more than just... Because this has been brewing in the black community for a very long time. And there hasn't been, like, a lot of conversation about it. Because people don't give a fuck about black girls. But... Um, like he brought it to the mainstream in a way that was like really crazy because you know Lady Gaga had collaborated with him on an album. That's the part that blows my mind that she did this huge campaign against sexual violence, and then she collaborated with him and the director of their video that the song was eventually Richardson? got pulled because the, the song was literally "I control my mind, so do whatever you want with my body." That yeah. was like the lyrics. And people were like, with R. Kelly? Are you serious? Yeah. And so, like, the song, yeah, it was directed by Terry Richardson. And then Beyonce also worked with um, Terry Richardson. And there was, like, this article I was reading that was, I think, in Slate, like, an opinion piece that was, like, why big labels will never drop creeps or, like, known, like, people like that who, like, are still making money. They'll only drop them if they die, go to jail, or if they stop making money. And it's like, honestly, if protecting child rape isn't selling, they don't really care. Well, to be, uh, yeah, I mean, literally. So R. Kelly, okay, before we get into a deep dive on R. Kelly, I should um, put a disclaimer out there that I was raised listening to R. Kelly and he was literally my favorite artist until I was like 15 and then I had to like grapple with this thing and I still listen to his music. Right. So we're going to be, you know, full disclosure there. I'm sure I have danced to Ignition since the allegations have been out. I'm positive. Like, Um, but I don't buy anything. I mean, maybe that's the way I justify it. But, um, but uh, R. Kelly came like the... R. Kelly was married to a 15-year-old when he was 27 in, like, 1994. Yeah? That didn't deter anybody from working with him. In fact, he had his biggest hit thereafter. I believe I Can Fly came out in, like, 96. Yeah? Um, What's bizarre is that when he was married to Aaliyah, he's singing all these songs that indicate that he... uh, AJ nothing but a number is the name (laughs) of the album. Mm -hmm. And he wrote the song. Um, So... 
he's been skating for 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 decades at right. this point. I mean, so that happened. Then there was the tape, and I remember I remember being in New York. I was in East New York at the time, and it was like uh, I I would have been fifteen, so it would have been probably like two thousand two. 2003, um, R. Kelly came out with uh, Best of Both Worlds with Jay-Z. And it's an excellent album, by the mm-hmm. way. It's, like, absolutely ex- excellent. But um, the album came out and still went platinum or multi-platinum, even though there were no music videos. And there were no music videos because the sex tape scandal or child porno- pornography scandal yeah. happened. And uh, basically... I, my friend had literally just gotten me a compilation DVD of R. Kelly videos for my birthday. And then like two months later, this this bombshell dropped. It uh-huh. was like really, really ridiculous. Anyway, so there were porno like they were selling it like pornos. Like you could get bootleg copies of R. Kelly pissing on his little girl. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing it because I downloaded the shit on like LimeWire mm-hmm. and um the little girl she looked so young there was no really young she looked my age she looked like i remember seeing like screenshots on like perez hilton yeah. like really gross shit it was it was really wild and um the girl she definitely looked my age she looked like if ashanti was my age right, right. and at 15 i don't think i understand them i understood the magnitude or something like that you mm-hmm. know i just knew that r kelly peed on little girls mm-hmm. and it was like a laugh line for me and a lot of my friends and shit like that and then, you know, R. Kelly, I don't know what he did, but, oh, he's, he released a song called, if I remember correctly, Heaven I Need a Hug, which is, is like, I'm embroiled in drama, like, I'm right. the victim, everyone's- My battle, uh, yeah, my Yeah, my everybody's journey. attacking me, you know how they do. Mm-hmm. So, he put that song out, and then it was just like, maybe like two years, and then- it was cool to release Chocolate Factory. And again, I was a participant in that. But he releases the album Chocolate Factory, which is another. We've talked about this in the past. He's very brazen. I mean, the name Chocolate Factory is a child's book. Yeah. Um, and he kept doing shit like that. So uh, he came out. I mean, he basically at the like literally from like 2003 to 2007, R. R- Kelly wrote probably every big R&B hit. He wrote for B2K. He wrote for like he wrote for Nivea. He wrote for like everybody. I mean, it was instant his reacclimation. And then I remember R. Kelly and Jay Z put out Best of Both Worlds two or something like that. I can't remember what year it was, but basically they went on tour together. The tour that they couldn't take when R. Kelly was um, was in the Fresh middle of off the yeah. And charges. R. Kelly and the only reason that um, the tour like ended poorly is because apparently R. Kelly was such a diva. Jay-Z didn't want to deal with it. So it wasn't even like the child porn shit. It was like, it was that, you know, no, he had is. such a diva attitude. Cause it's like the child porn shit is not R. Kelly and my friend. Like, right. But the diva attitude is like, how, can how we can, how can we work together? Now this is affecting me. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, it's just a bunch of like, this isn't the first time it's happened where people sweep shit on the rug because they like an entertainer, but particularly when the victims are black women, you are not going to get much of a stink. Um, you know, I've heard people call those girls fast. I've heard people, you know, Disgusting. say all kinds of shit. Right, you know, like there the was, SWAT team would be in there in a second if, if those it was were white, white girls. girls. Yeah. And there was, um, a study done pretty recently 
And the results were that people of all races, black, white, everybody, perceive black women as much older than they actually right. are black girls and black women and actually think that black girls are less needing or deserving of protection than right. other girls are. They're strong and yeah, they can take yeah, it. Yeah, and they're and fast and they grow up fast right. and all of that. And so and they're over-sexualized from such a young right. age. And so this is not, I'm not surprised at the response to R. Kelly, but the thing that is surprising is at is how much evidence there is and how egregious it is and the fact that people still don't care. So like, um, you know, when when Bill Cosby's shit came out, there are obviously crazy people who still defend him, but there's kind of like a generally accepted, oh, that nigga did it. You know, there is that for R. Kelly, but it's not as punitive. Look, no one's buying tickets for an Bill Cosby show anymore. Right. Maybe some fanatics might, but he ain't going to sell out theaters. R. Kelly will sell out theaters to the end of time. Right. And I don't know what we could do about it. Like, it's just uh, going to gonna keep happening. So I've, it's the same world where Trump is president. I mean, this is, it's the same kind like where it's like there's an allowance for behavior for these like artistic sociopathic men Mm -hmm. you know and it's like there's just an overlook it's like sure woody allen can marry his daughter you know sure let's just keep charlie sheen on two and a half men like (laughs) you know it's pretty it's pretty wild charlie sheen's another motherfucker because he's out here giving shorties hiv without disclosing that's illegal that's perfect it is that was a it was a whole thing back in like the i swear in the 80s and 90s in new york where if some someone got sued and i think lost because they like purposely gave someone HIV or knowingly did. And well, I don't think it should be illegal, but I think it should be very, very strongly discouraged. It should, I think it should I only th- be illegal if the intent, in, intent can be how proven. How can I prove that? How can you prove that I wanted to give you HIV? If he goes on TV being like, I knew I had HIV and I was still sleeping with yeah, women but without that's, telling that's them. A, that's, a, that's a risk of the game. I mean, like, you, I, because that can so easily be taken someplace else. Okay, so now you're we're right. Gonna, I know one like a law to protect like someone could end up being twisted in a yeah, different it's way. Like, I, I wouldn't, I would never, uh, I wouldn't want you to get away with giving me a long term, well, uh, uh, incurable disease. But like, I'm not in the business of suing people for shit they do in a, in in the bedroom as long as it's consensual. And if yeah, I don't. If I trust, but they didn't. Con- I mean, I okay, guess if but you if sleep I trust to sleep, if I trust you, yeah. I mean, like then that is. But it was like. I when I found out that you could go to jail, you're right, because when I found out that I could go to jail for like unintentionally like hitting someone with my car, like when I found out that was a crime, I like fully panicked when I was 16. Oh, really? I just imagined myself for sure, for sure, accidentally murdering someone and going to jail for like 35 years. But you're not going to go to jail for 35 years if you accidentally murder somebody with your car. And it's not know. murder if you accidentally did it. They, but I saw on the news mental. all the time. Yeah, it's like, but if you are you being negligent, don't be negligent. I know, but I was just such a spacey teenager that I was like, <laughs> You're like I'm going to get stoned and kill somebody. I'm going to go to Attica forever. <laughs> I'm going to be in San Quentin because I was reading a text message. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And even my mom, who was like, when I first got my license, she's like, I'm just worried you're kind of going to zone out a little bit. <laughs> Oh, what? That's hilarious. They sure that comfortable with your mom that she knew what zone out was. No, she didn't even know. No, honestly, I was spacey before I started smoking weed. It only exacerbated (laughs) the original issue. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, so, uh, you know, R. Kelly has been violating women and getting away with it forever. Okay. Yeah. 
And uh, today, the same the writer who exposed him in the Village Voice uh, did this really investigative piece. It's super long too. It took me like I don't know twenty minutes to read. Uh, was um, wrote this super long piece um, in BuzzFeed, basically articulating the very many ways that R. Kelly has um, his flavor is still young shorties, right. but uh, he's graduated them to nineteen year olds, barely so legal. that it's barely legal, and um, and basically he's isolated them from their families mm-hmm. um, by using his power of influence, like saying, "Oh, okay, I'm a groom her to be an artist." Da da da. He. Uh, he basically gets these girls from their families, um, limits their communication. He isolates them, takes their, phones. takes their phones. They're only allowed to use certain phones. And it's a straight up cult based on what's in there. They have to dress a certain way. You know, he has them wearing sweatsuits so other men don't find their bodies attractive. Uh. Oh, what a trash ass nigga. He has them looking at walls when men are in the room so men don't see their faces so that they're not attracted. Um, he picks when they eat, when they sleep, when they fuck him. He has a den mom um, who teaches the new girls how to fuck him to his liking. It's just it's like all, a full cult. It's, like. it's all kinds of crazy. And so this was revealed by two women who were part of this cult or some uh, primitive version of it who escaped and who left were fired. Maybe I don't right. know. Escape and then revealed this to the journalists. They're the only people who put their name on the record. And then there were the parents of the women who are presently inculted uh-huh. <laughs> or whatever. Um, so yeah, you mentioned takes, and I got oh very, God. I got very angry reading the internet today because um, there, yeah, uh, there were. This is very. This feels very serious, like a very serious start to a show, and it is very serious, but. I didn't realize how weighted I felt by this, but um, basically there I read the article and within the first two paragraphs, I read a sentence that horrified me. And um, so that sentence was uh, the mother of one of the victims basically saying, oh, I'd heard about the allegations. Uh, yeah, I'd heard about the allegations, but I thought that um, I could control the situation enough that nothing would happen to her because she's a fiercely devoted stage mom. Yeah, and she said I wasn't, quote, overly worried. Yes. Which is like, and there's a lot of people being like, don't blame the parents. And it's like, okay, but you have to look at the situation because it's like, they'll be like, first of all, they're 19, therefore the parents have no control. It's like, okay, she's a stage mom who pushed her kid into this predator's arms And instead of taking responsibility as an enabler, she was like, I thought I could control it. And now he's a monster, but it has nothing to do with me. And it's like, no, like you have to take responsibility like you. You put her there. It doesn't matter that she's 19. She's easily manipulated by, of course, an older, older man. So first of all, when R. Kelly was with Aliyah, he was 27, I think. And Aliyah was 15. This man is 50 now. He's if, if he's not 50 right now, he's pushing 50. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that like a 50 year old, a famous rich 50 year old who was part of your pop cultural like v- like pop cultural environment while you were growing up ain't going to have power to sway a girl thir- so thirsty and her mama so thirsty like 
and you choose to ignore and well and it's the thing too is like we're not blaming we're not like pointing the finger at that no, mom I am, like I am more pointing, more am, than r kelly though like no no, more, no i'm not pointing the exactly finger more so it's like we're not pointing the finger more than r kelly but the thing is is like you have to look at who's responsible in total if you're going to try and fix the problem well yeah exactly because it's like People need to start learning. Don't put your kids in the arms of known predators. When people tell you who they are, right. believe them. But not even like, even if you like moving it back. And the reason I mentioned, you know, the culture around R. Kelly is. Um, so I was on Twitter and some, of course, she was a white lady because don't they always. Sorry, Marsha. And no, um, okay. it was a white woman being like, don't blame the parents. And I'm like, fuck you. OK, first of all, I'm confident you weren't. I'm just based on how you're tweeting about this. I'm confident that your information about R. Kelly is only several years old. All right. I've been hearing about this nigga since I'm 10 years old mm-hmm. being with young shorties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like for you to say, don't blame the parents. We're talking about a community that allows celebrity to so override such abhorrent behavior. Where does it start? The community's enablers. In this situation, who were the enablers? The mother, the father. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, think about all the ways that victims of child sex abuse have been fucked by their parents. That girl who got raped by Roman Polanski, her mother left her, her mother left her 13-year-old child at a director's house Mm -hmm. because her mother wanted her to be on TV that bad. And guess what? That bitch didn't even get on TV anyway. I didn't mean to call a 13-year-old rape victim a bitch. That was an accident. Mom's a bitch. Mom's a bitch. Her daughter didn't even get on TV anyway. She only got traumatized, all right? So that's, that's we go in. The back. willingness to just blindly walk right. into the light like a bug. Okay. Like, just like, okay, so you did that, right? And then even with R. Kelly, like, the girl who was in the video didn't testify against him. Her father got executive producer credit on the next album. So she's copping. Her father's copping residuals. That's the trade off. He even shouts out her father's name on Step in the Name of Love. And that's supposed to just be like, see, she's cool. We're she's cool. cool. You it's know, R. Kelly cool. has paid out so many um, settlements, but he gets um, non-disclosure agreements signed. Right. Who takes the money? The parents do. They don't prosecute because they get money for it. And it's like, look, I'm not in the business of saying I'm a better parent. I don't have kids or whatever. But I do know that I'm not going to put my child next to a person who married a 15 year old. Even if you want to lie to yourself and you say, oh, he got acquitted of those charges, whatever. He married a 15 year old. So now what? Right. And it's not victim blaming the actual like girls who are involved. Like yes. it's not saying that it's yes. their fault in any way. But it's like it's like you have you have these people who don't know the impact. Like at the risk of you know pathologizing like black people, I don't want to do that. But there is a thing that happens where young girls are talking to old dudes, older dudes, and it's like not given the due. Um, focus or outrage like not seen as, I mean, as creepy yes, as it is like i've been hit hey I've, there's the same thing in creepy whites or i mean look at the daddy daughter dances oh of, yeah like, that's out but it's not know? quite the same as that because it's like there's just again like i 
pointed to that study. There's just this assumption that when you're a black girl, you 16, right. you're a woman. Right. I remember. You should be able to handle the harassment yeah, by now. Not even just harassment. Like if you date an older guy, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like I had friends in middle school who were dating older dudes. Nobody blinked an eye. No one batted a la- Like nobody cared. I remember I've been getting hit on by grown drug dealers in my neighborhood from since I'm 12. My tit. I have the little, you know, I don't even have titties. I have the little uh, puffy nipples mm-hmm. that like, you yeah, know, little girls. Yes. Before you wear a bra. And it's like you hit and people are hitting on me and it's not. Yeah. Oh, the first time I got groped just walking down the street, it's like I was like 13. Yeah. Just walking out of bridge, some dude grabbed my ass. Like it's just it's just and I wasn't even developed, you know, it's crazy. So it's it's just like and it's worse with black girls. It's worse because they're like by the time they're 12. Yeah. You know, when also it was even like in my school, like the black girls are punished more like they're yeah. punished more like we're just adults, seen, like their intentions are seen as exactly. More and so it's just it's just very frustrating to have these white women who are not understanding context saying don't victim blame. Okay, well then if I take an EP credit on an album so my daughter withdraws her testimony and then R. Kelly gets acquitted, who do we blame? Right. Of course the person who commits the crime, but who creates an environment wherein a guy celebrity can work that way? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it was just real. it was a real, and this woman, she said to me, well, the girl's, the girl's 19, so there's not much that a mother can do. Are you fucking kidding me? If my mama told me to do some shit right now, I'm 29 years old, my mama told me to do some shit right now, I would do it. Right. You know what I mean? She's saying it's like, okay, so because the mom has no legal responsibility, she's absolved of all responsibility yes, as a mother. Yes, a moral, ethical responsibility, but also the mother in the article said she was the one who encouraged the girl to meet exactly. the guy. So Because she thought she, she could Because she it. thought she could control it. So she was asserting some sort of authority over her child, and she figured out incorrectly that a predator would get what a predator would wants right so the idea that oh we have to back off of and then it like i'm just mind blown because it's not the only time i've seen that take and it's like fuck you guys you're interlopers you don't understand our conversation you don't know how long we've been talking about r kelly how hard we've been fighting to discuss in a real way what r kelly is doing to children right. just jumping into a conversation just jumping into a conversation like- and absolving a community st- initially with the parents uh, because you want to be good about having a conversation. You want to be good, quote unquote, in the feminist theoretical ways of talking about this shit that you don't consider the real life implications of right. this. It's a bad it was, take. It, you were you were you were you were clearly disconnected because I'm telling you, I'm telling you clearly disconnected. Exactly. That's the thing to, to take such a stance from such a clearly disconnected you're place clear, you're, like i'm telling you my father would play me r kelly songs in the car when i'm eight years old and tell me this is how i should look at relationships <laughs> that shit gets that shit gets stuck in your head and for some wow. random white shorty who has i'm betting no cultural relationship to that shit it like it really really vexed me to have her dismiss the impact of what your parents could do if my father is telling me that a man like R. Kelly is the kind of man I should be listening to, yeah, who am I supposed to be? Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like you're infantilizing I, yeah, the black community. I can, like. tr- I can trace 
all the ways that my father told me that certain terrible pop cultural figures were decent or had the right idea about womanhood or had the right idea about relationships that fucked me up my father told me that uh baby boy was a good movie and that a woman should stay with tyrese at the end oh my god yes So my father's not responsible He's for like, that. He's like, and Snoop Dogg was a great man yes. in that movie. Like, yeah, exactly, right? It's like that shit matters, and for it does. and 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 it's she's not, trying to um you. It's like she's disrupting you unpacking. Yes, the black cultural it's impact. Just, it's like mind your business, say R. Kelly's a predator, and keep it moving. And then I saw another take where some some another. Oh, the BDSM one. Oh my fucking. That God. was the one that this girl said. Oh, so R. Kelly has a polyamorous. She was she was a libertarian. I don't know feminist. how you're a libertarian feminist. <laughs> those those things don't happen. They don't happen. I love like I it's uh you can't be a libertarian feminist because feminism is a socioeconomic thing and libertarianism is by design solely economic. Right. right? How do you think that women are gonna fare on Peter Thiel's libertarian <laughs> paradise in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> Peter Thiel wants to look it up. Peter Thiel he wants to He doesn't want women to have the right to vote because he thinks that libertarianism declined after that. I mean, get the fuck out of here, you whack ass. Libertarians bitch. are one statement away from being like, I tried to be nice to you, and now let me tell you everything I think about women. <laughs> You're like, okay. All right. Thanks. Um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm so ready. I, I can't wait to hear it. Um, but so she was like, oh, so all I see is that R. Kelly has a polyamorous subdom relationship with like multiple women and the mainstream media is fundamentally misunderstanding it. And it's like, first of all, that is unfair to people, I think, who are in the BDSM. Yeah, because, because a, it should a never BDS- be coercive, coercive one Two, you should not be cutting off people's relationships with their family right that's why there are safe words yes. and exits and are you kidding me always you crazy and it was just like such an obnoxious like white feminist condescending dismay you don't give a fuck because let me tell you now granted kylie was legally underage but everybody lost their fucking minds yeah. when kylie was with a 25 year old yeah. And rightly so. She was 17. Everybody said, where's her mother? Where's her father? How did her family let that happen? But now I say, where's this girl's mother? Where's this girl's father? And we're victim blaming? Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't. The disregard for women who look like me, like, really, really blew my mind today. And I knew it, but I didn't know it, but I knew it. And now I know it for real. Yeah. And it was just like mind-blowing then you have all them other bum-ass niggas who's like y'all don't say nothing about charlie sheen and y'all don't say nothing and it's like okay but racial equality is not getting to get away with rape like white boys do right and i don't understand the assistance upon this narrative oh bill oh bill cosby's in trouble but what about woody what about woody allen you guys handle woody allen i'm talking about i'm talking about r kelly right now yeah false dichotomy like either or where it's like is it true that either you know and it's like you can point out like how the media definitely maybe covers Charlie Sheen and Woody Allen less like you could argue, but it's like that has nothing to do with the fact that R. Kelly is doing what he's yes, doing. It's like, it's like people don't people and they know exactly what they're doing. It's not that they're incapable of nuance. Right. They don't, they're diverting the conversation. Exactly. Because they don't want to say, Hey, we should also hold. They not, it's never the, the framing is never 
Oh, and in addition to holding R. Kelly accountable, let us also hold Charlie Sheen and Woody Allen accountable. No, it's always you exonerated them. Why not exonerate our abusers? Yeah. And that shit's wild to me. Right. Like, it's so disrespectful That's and disgusting. Equality. And, like, it's so hurtful to, to watch people, you know, like, justify why people get to violate you. I had a woman, actually, today on Twitter, she was saying... Oh, you know, uh, she was like, oh, you know, those are just allegations. And I was like, he was married to a 15 year old. You think they was just watching Looney Tunes? Right. Like, what were they doing? And she was like, well, you know, I'm not going to be a coon. And um, I'm not going to be a coon because they trying to take down our black men. I said, little black girls are trying to take down black men. Right. Like, who's the they? Right. You are literally tossing aside, like, little black girls. Like, that's who's to blame, for right. sure. It's like you tossing aside little black girls to serve some overall race agenda, but you don't even know how to properly identify the enemy. Who's the they? A little black girl who was on video getting pissed on by R. Kelly. She's trying to take him down. Mm-hmm. Or that nigga peed on her face. Mm-hmm. What part? Which one of those? Because yeah, and then her dad collected money Then her dad it. collected money. Who's they? Mm-hmm. Who's they? He's doing just fine. He's as rich as he's ever been. He's doing just fine. Do you remember a couple of years ago in the BT Awards, Erica Badu praised him? Yeah. He's doing just fine. Everyone's fine. Ev- like Everyone is fine. So who's taking down Everyone who's ever been accused of anything is not in just, jail is just fine. It's just fine. Yeah. And... And this girl, she keeps going. I said, who's taking down black men? She was like, well, um, uh, she was like, well, um, police brutality is the primary for me. I say you you don't get to abuse people because you're imperiled elsewhere. Mm -hmm. That is the most faulty logic I've ever seen. Yeah. And also black shorties, black girls, black women, they get abused by cops, you know, there's a woman in Chicago suing because she got fucked up on a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sandra Bland. Like, right. excuse me. There are w- black women who get abused by the cops, too. So why do they get to occupy entirely the narrative? Black men get to occupy the narrative of b- brutality. And then we somehow convert that into a blanket to abuse the women that they with. Right. Or the women that they around. It's always the, the like, no infighting to, like, the extent of ignoring just a whole group of people where it's like, okay, no, it's not fighting. It's conversation that needs to happen yeah. because all people need to be equally represented in a movement. This is, you it, know? Exactly. And, I mean, I just, oh, I just, it was, like, really crazy and really hurtful to watch also, he lives in a Trump Tower, which is a detail. Oh, my God. But you tweeted that today? Oh, my that God. Was like, I lost that was one, my because, mind. So he I, actually lives in a Trump Tower. Yeah, because, like, you know, people was, like, going past it because the story is horrendous. There's, like, 10 more pages after that line. But it was saying that he was holding these these young women in properties in Georgia and in his condo in a Trump Tower in Chicago. And I lost my no fucking shit. mind. I was like, you. You I would not be surprised if Trump tweets something in defense of R. Kelly. Of course. I mean, like. I wouldn't even be. He's like, R. Kelly is the great tenant in my beautiful. <laughs> 
historic apartment exactly he's like the one black guy he's ever let live in an apartment building oh you know jay-z and beyonce used to live in trump tower soho where they moved out years ago years ago but i think you know that was kind of like a we are super mega rich now what's the first thing to do right it's like when jews join country clubs it's like like why did you you want yeah exactly (laughs) um and then so there was that and then there was also what was there was like something else about that shit that was like really astonishing oh he released a statement oh my god i i saw that right before i got off work he released a statement i there was a tmz video i didn't see the tmz video but uh he released a statement um and in it he pretty much said i'm innocent i'm a, i'm offended at these charges yeah offended but then i he said something that really stood out to me he goes, I'm going to pursue my accusers and clear my name. He didn't so say. So he's going to intimidate them. Right. He didn't say I'm going to clear my name. We'll all be, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I'll just pay it off like it always gets paid off and I'll continue doing what I've always he done. He said, I'm going to pursue my accusers. Right. This is the kind of intimidation that silences people who are victims of abuse. Exactly. If you're a rich man, you can pursue your accusers. Your accusers are actually your former employees. So you know where they live, you know, things like their social security number, all kinds of shit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if if, for me, uh, someone who says I'm going to pursue my accusers is continuing to be predatory. Absolutely. And that anybody would believe otherwise is 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 mind-blowing to me willfully blind i mean that's the thing it's like it it comes it's it things have changed especially but there is like it comes to a point where it's like you wonder like what does happen next like is it just going to be another lull and then r kelly is just back and everything's fine will there even be a lull no i actually uh i could be wrong because i never predict anything correctly so I could be wrong, but um, our friend Shalewa, who's a comedian, brilliant, very funny. Shalewa Sharp. Yes. She tweeted, like, what's going to happen? Is R. Kelly just going to be invited into another Wayne's Brother movie now? Like, what's what's different? Trying to make him family friendly. Right. And I was like, you know what? I feel like this is the big one, Elizabeth. Like, Mm. I really do because I just feel like uh, I think he's going to be niche now because... uh, a cult is just a bizarre thing that, like, you know what I mean? No one can other, even, like, yeah, fathom. And I People get sensitive to sister wives. And then also, I just think, you know, there isn't enough pop cultural cachet f- anymore for R. Kelly to, like, get away with it. So, right. right. So, like, R. Kelly could do a tour with Jay-Z in mid-2000s because he was still writing every major R&B song on the radio. And he still had cachet and... Bitches like me still thought he was cute. Like, I wasn't, you know, paying for him or whatever. Like, wasn't paying for tickets. But he's still in rotation. You know what I mean? But, like, as he becomes less and less relevant, you know, I fucking loved Trapped in a Closet for its, like, campy garbage. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know? I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I'm just, like, but as, as more years pass since Trapped in a Closet, as, like, more years passed since his bigger hit. Yeah, like what has he got besides the controversy? Yes, and it's a shame that it works this way, but he's not bankable the way that he was. That's what the three was. Either you have to ago. die, be in jail, or not be bankable anymore. Yeah. So now he's the third, so it might be it for him. It might be it for him, and he's not handsome, he's not sexy. That's why it's There's sad, so though. Much- men who have any of the first three know that they're set, no matter what. It's just really crazy because I don't have that kind of audacity to be like, 
Like we you can't even me, imagine that all day. Yeah, like I, I ain't never been caught in some shit and been like, I'ma convince everybody in this room I feel like that I didn't exhausting. do that shit. <laughs> I feel was. like being a fucking creep would be exhausting. Yeah, but you know, if you're the type of nigga who's out here like regularly like manipulating young right, shorties, how you, you probably just got really good at it. Yeah. That to the point that somebody's parents yourself. Yeah, that's some you put like their daughter was on every bootleg table on every street corner in black America. And all they did was just take EP credit. Yeah. I mean, that's. Mm -hmm. It's seen as just let it go away. I just, I can't even fathom it. Yeah. I mean, we're all fucked. It's like, that's the same thing with like Donald Trump. It's just like, there's no, like we've, I feel like it, we're just, it's all. I don't know if it's downhill or if there will be some sort of we were talking today on G chat. We were like, so what's something to laugh about today? Yeah. <laughs> like I was laughing about I was trying to find the funny and the fact that like Kid Rock, Caitlyn Jenner and um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson are all planning on being political now that Trump has like opened Pandora's box of celebrities like running for office. Which I guess well, Reagan technically are, did. No, celebrity, yeah. And Schwarzenegger and everybody. But now the presidency and the well, big Reagan one. Well, Reagan ran for president, though. I mean, I guess just running for office with literal no political experience. Like, Reagan did have years of politics under his belt before he ran for president. Okay. But, but he did what Schwarzenegger did, which was to have no political office and then run right. for governor and win. Right. I just, I feel like Trump opened the Pandora's box of, like, this sort of, like, new age, like... It's an indefinable thing, I think. Like, no one knows how to deal with it. Because Reagan still held to, like, the decorum of, like, he was shady, yeah, but it, there was ethics. There and was, there was, there, like, there's no he way. He knew political rules. Like, literally, there's no way uh, pre-Trump that a member of the Kardashian family would have been like, I should run for political office. Right. And thought that it was a viable thing to do. Well, that's what I feel. And it's just like everything. It's like, oh, it's a joke until it's real. And then it's just like, ah. And but I was thinking, I was like, what would that world be like? And I was like making up all these things in my head. I was like, OK, the national anthem is uh, complicated by Avril Lavigne. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the year is 2032. Caitlyn Jenner is president of the United States. <laughs> she's the first trans woman. And no, she's the first trans and or woman. And yeah. nobody's happy about it. Um, <laughs> you know, because that like we were saying, that is what's going to happen. Watch the first like woman or gay or trans no i think it's like, just woman i think anybody else is gonna, gonna be, be liberal but i think um, only the woman is gonna be conservative liberal and way down the fucking line oh yeah sure 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 yeah. but i think that but no matter what i genuinely believe this uh, no matter what the first woman head of american state is gonna be conservative oh we're gonna have our own maggie thatcher we were talking yeah because i mean angela is pretty socially conservative right. so is M margaret thatcher mm -hmm. um i yeah i really do think it's gonna be what it's a gonna great be a conservative time woman. to look forward to america's got talent is gonna be the department of justice i said <laughs> um what else i was thinking um uh like the department of um human services like housing services <laughs> would be um just like rupaul being like dance for your life <laughs> <laughs> not that rupaul would ever be involved in that evil it would be it would be a hologram that they illegally acquired of rupaul <laughs> saying dance for your life the epa is going to be run by paris hilton because one time she <laughs> 
she hold a garden on the simple life <laughs> they're gonna be like, like i'm a plant expert right she just did this recent video and it was so funny because like her character hadn't changed at all and it actually made me laugh so hard because she was just like the same paris hilton she's wearing all pink she's like being hot is super cool. Like, it was, like, the weirdest thing. Uh, was she, like, 36? Yeah, but it was, like, she's, I mean, you know, all she does is just sit there and roll. And, like, my friend was at a party with her. She just said all she does is sit there and smoke shitty rolled joints, like, <laughs> loose, terribly rolled joints. And That's was, hilarious. Like, you because know. Nicole has grown up so much. I know. It's true. Isn't that crazy? It's true. Well, she lost. Didn't her fiance die and all this stuff? She was like. Oh, yeah. No, her ex-boyfriend. Oh, right, right. Her, like, very recent ex-boyfriend overdosed. Yeah. And then, and then, um, and then she married one of them good Charlotte niggas. Oh, (laughs) my God. Everyone's getting married to one of them. And then Cameron Diaz married the other one pretty recently. So do you think they hang out? Of course. <laughs> They're brothers. Oh I mean, my God. Yeah. yeah, of course. Uh, it's going to be, see, they're all going to get involved in politics. So we'll have good Charlotte. Although I'm not, I'm not, you know, if Nicole Richie got involved in politics, I'm not sure right. if you had to pick of that like crop of See, this is where stars. we're getting. We're like, if you had to pick. Okay, we're going to have to pick. Out of anyone on the surreal life, who would you have be president? Um, um, <laughs> Peter Brady. <laughs> Why? Although he's, he's conservative, of course he's a conservative. Um, because he was the only person on that show that was rational oh that season. It was like well, he was just terrified the whole season. <laughs> yeah, it was like he was the only normal on that show because it was like Adrian Curry, right? And then it was normal like, in quotes. He dated Adrian Curry, so how normal could he for be? long after too? They were together for years, and he then they had like, a really is- bad public breakup. Yeah, he was like, "This is the youngest, hottest girl I'm ever gonna get." Again. Yeah, that's true. I have to make it. Can work. you imagine like being? like wow mm-hmm. i'm gonna fulfill my f- childhood fantasy of fucking peter brady <laughs> Can you imagine? and then settling for the 55 year old version of him. Uh, uh. <laughs> who's your like who's your like young crush that like Didn't, no matter how bad they get uh, you're still gonna still do bug. it see that's the thing is that guys really age out for me because like <laughs> I can't see like I you know when I'm older it'll be different but it's just like for a while I had that thing like I was a little bit groomed by somebody like when I was um I dated somebody secretly without my parents knowing until I was like out of high school but like I dated this 25 year old when I was 16 That's so crazy and it was like you know it's exactly like it's like you look back on the situation and you're like oh okay and then you realize he only dates 16 year olds like, you know, and it's it's yeah. never you're never as special as you think you yeah, are. You're not, you are not. That's part of the manipulation, the too. Special little girlfriend. Right. Yeah, and it's like special little girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, it's like we dated for two years and hooked up a few times. So I would like come back from college. It was only like years later that I would. And like when I ran into him was like, oh, you're dating an 18 year old and you're. 34 oh god like you know like <laughs> yeah and it takes so long to realize that someone was like manipulating you in the same way like and but I, when i was 16 i was like positive i was 35 like it's like how you get these girls like you're like i'm an adult i've been watching sexual videos since i was 11 i've seen britney spears let's mm-hmm. do this like you know like you're and her like, debut video is exactly her being like 15 in catholic school girl i remember like seriously grinding at like you know middle school dance like so young like uh 
But and just like I remember, like, you know, parents would sometimes stop us. But now I'm thinking I was at my cousin's bar mitzvah and I saw these 12 year olds like dancing sexy and I was horrified. I was like, I can't. I have to leave. I was like, well, I can't. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. Mm, I got to think about that one because I don't know if it bothers me that like a 13 year old or 14 year old or 15 year old is like close dancing no it doesn't like it's not like the close dancing it's like first of all especially in like these sort of like jewish circles like in the east coast these girls are wearing like club dresses like they're like selling club dresses to like 12 year old girls to like wear i used to shop at pretty girl on liberty avenue (laughs) there was pretty girl there's strawberry there's mandy yeah uh i don't have a problem with and it's like i also don't like the dress code thing where it's like girls can get sent home for like wearing the girls bodies when you're not policing the guys bodies yeah but it was just so weird to be sitting there at this bar mitzvah and watch like you know because the song would be so sexual and it's like club music but then they're like that next song too close what was the song they were dancing to where it was like um I just remember it was like I fuck girls in China, Paris, New York. What like the something. fuck song are you it talking about? Fuck. It was like I can't remember. It was like Girl, uh, what kind of what kind of maybe y'all doing down here in Oklahoma, girl. No, this was at this was at a bar mitzvah in Philadelphia. But <laughs> anyways. So what was I talking about? The celebrity Well, I was being asking office. like a childhood celebrity crush. Like, oh, who I was No, still like fuck? Calista Flockhart is with Harrison Ford. Like right. that kind of thing. Well, I mean, once I'm in my 30, like if I'm 35, 40, I'll, you can, I'm, I'm as far as I'm concerned, you can fuck whatever. Age. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm not asking on some groomer, like predator <laughs> type shit. I'm asking like because Adrian day. fucked Peter Brady I know. 30 years later. So I'm just trying to see like if there's anybody who's your you do, infatuation so with would transcend whatever uh, they turned into later. The question is if they age well, you know, do they still look good later? Some of them do age very well, though. I had the biggest crush for some reason on Colin Firth when I was like that younger. Is such a grown girl crush. It <laughs> was like, well, you? it was like I don't know why it was so weird. I was really into like British things because <laughs> <laughs> you're an Anglophile at 15. The fuck is wrong with you? Because we lived. My dad worked in London for six months. So then when I came back, I was like, you were like, I'm with. so interested. No, but I knew not to. Luckily, I ha- I knew not to do that thing because there was this one girl at my school who like came back with a fake British accent, and I saw how stupid she looked. So I knew. You knew. That I was yeah. Not okay. <laughs> but it sucked because I wanted to come back and be like wicked. But I, like, <laughs> I should have moved to Massachusetts yeah, and then I could have done it. I'll never forget when I met my first Massachusetts friend and I was like, oh my God, you guys say like all the cool things British people do. No, they're like, you yeah, know. I mean, they're the closest in dialect to some like old New England accents, like people who are like, you know, born in like the 20s and stuff they'll sound almost like british no no and you know british um massachusetts like blue blood waspy it'll have you know like think like katherine hepburn yeah exactly yeah so exactly um but uh yeah so what else did you want to get into girl i wanted to hear your rant because we were talking this whole week about um your sister's makeup videos and people's stupid opinions yeah yeah yes so uh, my my younger sister Mushudat, M O S H. Oh, she's so cool. She's the coolest person on the planet. It's so annoying. Uh, Ray, you know I think you're very cool, but your sister's no, so she's cool. way cooler. I admit, <laughs> regular, <laughs> readily. Uh, she's 25. You always say that. Yes, she's a makeup artist based in Brooklyn, and she's been killing it for like, excuse me, uh, I keep burping. My apologies. Um, she's been killing it for like 
fuck like six years seven years we've been working really hard she's like one of the most hustling ass motherfuckers i know yeah and she's really good at branding and marketing and things like that and she's taken off like she's doing this really amazing line of photos that she's like creative directing and she's worked with all kinds of people she's worked with Naturi Naughton she's worked with um Sin Santana like she's just been featured in so many publications and things like that and she's just really really great and I adore her tremendously and anyway uh so I'm not big into makeup uh I just am impressed when other people can do it but because of my sister, I'm starting to pay attention a little more. And my mm-hmm. sister published a video in Refinery29 where she basically does her face. And under uh, under the post on the picture was like, oh, she looked better without it. Or right. she was prettier before. Oh, she's gorgeous. She don't need makeup. And that was like, fine. People say dumb shit on the internet all the time. Right. But then I posted my sister's video and a friend of mine shared it to his Facebook post. And then all his friends started to comment. And one of these girls was on it like, um, was on it like, well, I mean, she looks nice, but I would rather focus my energy on skincare treatment than covering it up because her face looks bumpy and congested. And it's like you're saying that on a dude's post, on a dude's being po- like, "Look at me, look at me." Well, he's gay, so I don't think it was all that. But it was just. And then he was like, "One, she looks amazing, and two, I shared this because she's my friend's sister." And then the girl kept going. Wow. And that really, really bothered me. It bothered me for a number of reasons. One is just like, okay, you don't like makeup, you want to focus on your skin, go watch a skincare video, mm-hmm. right? Like. It's okay to not like shit. Right. I just don't understand the compulsion to go out of your way to comment on some shit that you don't like yeah. that other people are liking. This person is saying, this girl looks dope. And you got to come in there and be like, well, what she's doing, I would rather do something else. Well, then go do something else, bitch. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody asked you what yeah. you want to do. No one gives a fuck about your skin. Mm-hmm. You're watching a ma- you're watching a makeup video. You're watching a woman put on contour. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you would rather focus on skin? Go find that video then. Yeah. Fuck you. And the fact that my friend told you that he was talking about his friend's sister, you kept going, you whack-ass bitch. Just keep it moving. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all that. It doesn't have to be all People that. People are really brave. Like, it's they're like, really, like, brave behind this keyboard. And, it, and then it was also just, like, and then some other girl was like, okay, well, this girl looks pretty, but I just hate when girls wear makeup because they right, look plastic and whatever. And it's like. I've never known, like. People, I know girls who don't wear makeup. I know women that do. It's like nobody has a fucking problem unless you have a fucking problem. Like it's like like you said, like it's like, OK, so you don't wear makeup. So move on. Like I don't wear that much makeup, but I like watching makeup videos like it's artistic. Like it's cool to fucking watch like and it is it's internalized misogyny to like just sit there and yell like, well, I think she shouldn't wear it. I think. Yeah. She looks so better so that's it. that was the issue I was taking with it, because one is like. It's, it is internalized misogyny because the fact that you feel like the need to announce that you don't need makeup or you don't want makeup like those other girls do. Who are you trying to impress? The women you insulted? No, you trying to impress dudes. Yeah. And it's like, 
I just want you to know, I know that we shouldn't care what men think, but I also want you to know that the men who shit on women who wear too much makeup, they still fucking them broads who wear too much makeup. I promise you. They just want to shit on both. It's yes. like, if you don't wear makeup, it's like, why aren't you more fun? Yeah. You know, why aren't you more adventurous? It's like, you, you can't win for losing. You can't if, win. If, like, and you know that whole myth they told you, if you're a good girl, you don't do all these things, you're going to get you a good man? Nope. They still wife and hoes every day. It's not a problem. And you should just be who you want to be and do what you want to do. Because trying to cater your life to appeal, appease men. Men will fuck anything. Men will be with anything. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> it has to be about yourself. And it's like, yeah. what about your self-esteem needs to reach out to another woman to say. To say, don't do the thing you want to do with your own face. Right. And, and, and what you're doing is wrong. Like, it's the same thing as being like, don't talk about sex on stage. It's yeah. like, you know. Why do you have to jump in and say, okay, so women have taken makeup now away from the beauty standards that it was prescribed from the male industry that it was have made it our own industry that we're doing something with. So instead of you just saying, okay, maybe I, that's not, I'm not a part of it. And now I move along. You have to jump in and be like, and actually make up bullshit. Not to do. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you out here like exactly that. It's like, okay, you're announcing that you're better than makeup. <sighs> fine whatever but then there's a lot of assuming that you're doing you're assuming that my sister needs it or thinks she needs it right you're assuming that my sister don't like her face and that she's putting on makeup because she don't like her face projecting you're projecting sort of onto her that the patriarchal the, the ex- assumption that you're ugly you're not sufficient which is why you're putting on makeup and that's not true my sister is a very pretty girl a very pretty girl without makeup and that doesn't even matter because even if she were an ugly girl, she want to draw on her face. She should draw on her face. Mm-hmm. So you're assuming that my sister needs it. And that's because you think she gives a fuck about the male gaze. And then you're saying that, oh, uh, women shouldn't do this thing that makes them feel better. Right. Even if you do care about the male gaze, it's like the male gaze is powerful and affects us on a daily basis. So women have adapted to somehow make themselves survive in this world where their beauty is being. Yeah. So if 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 women are doing wild things to themselves to uh, accommodate or suit uh, standards of beauty that have been around for millennia, maybe change the standards. You got to change institutions first. It ain't going to be. It ain't going to be shaming some girl for getting titties, right? right. It's going to be the industry that, that says that girls with bigger titties are more valuable. Right. And you're not going to change the standard by saying I spend my money on skincare versus makeup. Yeah. It's like, who cares? No one cares. So that's one. And two, just like I've I've had this frustration for a lot of reasons. It I, I was I managed to clarify to myself what was the frustration when there was this whole big thing about Kim Kardashian and Chloe when Lamar Odom OD'd and got sick. There's this thing that happens because all of these guys on ESPN were blaming the Kardashian family for Lamar being sick. First of all, an addict is a fucking addict, right? Mm-hmm. Lamar had been disappearing from college, smoking crack, any for for years before he met Chloe. Now, I don't think Chloe's a dope shorty. I would not let a man leave his baby mama for me. Like, right. I would not walk a man out of a relationship where he's with a, a a woman who recently lost children. I wouldn't do that. She did it. Okay. But you're not going to blame her for his for addiction. The drug addiction. Right. And the way that they would blame her and they would talk about the Kardashian slide, the Kardashian hold, the Kardashian suck, how Chris Humphreys went down. Right. It's how, like the succubus narrative. Yeah. Like, how Kanye went down, how... 
um, how Lamar OD'd because of his family. And then the whole, I there was these conversations about how reality is silly. Oh, we should ban the Kardashians from the um, from the arena because they're distracting and we need to focus on the very serious business of basketball. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? But there's this thing that happens where when women monetize things that men have relegated them to the way to invalidate these female or LGBTQ accomplishments is to act as if they're shallow or shallow or vapid or frivolous. Oh, see uh, reality TV is so silly, but basketball isn't you throwing a ball in a hoop for $300 million. Like that's not any more um, valuable or a, not any more great a contribution to society right. than girls being pretty. Right. Women have to be hot, but if they're shallow, it's shameful. And right. If, if men are shallow, he's laid back, he's cool, he's or, quiet. Or, you know, he's reaping the fruits of whatever right. valid labor. Exactly. So, exactly. so it's not on Lamar for wanting to be with a shallow woman. It's on the woman for being shallow. Right. All right. But in Which also, is always how it is, even if you're like amongst like my guy friends, like it's always. That yeah, way. it's like it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like and then Lamar actually glommed onto her family. He's the one who showed up on her reality TV show. All of this stuff. It's not like, oh, he like, you know what I mean? She went into his house in Queens and was like, hey, be on my reality TV show. He got into a relationship with her. He signed contracts like all this stuff. And this right, but a man doing something could be a mistake, but a woman doing something is who she is. Right. And it's like, and it's not and just, responsible. I'm only identifying them as an, uh, as an example because they are the one that's at the top of my head. But it's always true. They call models shallow. They call models vapid. Right, right. They call, oh, if you're into fashion. Overpaid, right. Yeah, if you're into fashion, you're shallow. Why should a girl get so much money for being pretty? But you want to buy nice clothes. Okay, right. But then, like, even before that, you told us that was what was valuable. Mm-hmm. You said stay home and make sure you stay pretty so your man don't leave you for a younger girl. You point at the screen and you, say, I like her. I like her. You say, buy this makeup. And then when we figure out, oh, I can sell Avon and make couple dollars and then i turn avon into something else oh i can start my own fashion line i turn that into something else oh i can be famous for being pretty and also sell makeup now i'm gonna monetize that even further now we got to be dismissive we ruin a society we we are fucking up this noble shit that men have put together but men don't let us do the things that they consider valuable you literally have um Don, uh, Mike Pence saying he doesn't talk to women after five and alone in rooms. Not That's limiting mother. the occupational um, advancements of women in government. Absolutely. That is an actual de facto barrier to like women's achievements under the Indiana governor. And so now, but but when I figure out a place where there's no man actively holding me back and I figure out how to monetize that, it's shallow, it's harmful to society. So this this dismissal of an art form that is developed maybe from a negative place, but isn't that how all art happens? Rap started because we were in shitty, dire situations in the 70s in urban areas. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now we can't do rap because it started in a not so great place and it's silly something that black people do. It's 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 not it, it's so disrespectful and condescending and and to have women perpetuate that really really frustrates me yeah because the argument i see guys give a lot is where they do the like 
well, women are the ones who care if other women wear makeup, if they have their hair done, if they're dressed nice. And it's like, well, where do you think that comes from? Yeah. Women like being literally like the ants that guard society. Like, mm-hmm. where do you think that comes from where women have so internalized? And we were talking, it's like, it's, you know, I was lucky, but where you have like mothers or grandmothers like you know my bubby told me that i would never get married because i bite my nails like what man's ever going to marry you you bite your nails and that like self-hatred that gets put onto the next generations of women and that the fear that that anyone's right the fear of a lack of value yeah it's like that anyone's greatest fear is being unmarriageable is one absolutely ridiculous but two dudes did that to us <laughs> and like and if a dude's unmarriageable people are like well at least no he's got thing. other stuff exactly well there is no such thing because as long as he's not there and is no such there's thing. no <laughs> such thing a dude can always get married but also it's like it's like okay uh being ma- being being married is a woman's ultimate value who decided that that was dudes who decided that right. and then when women figure out how to be more attractive so that they get chosen because men like women who are prettier than the other ones that involves makeup. Do you know all these makeup industries, the big time, the big time owners and the big time CEOs of these major beauty corporations? They're all men. Mm-hmm. So the idea that makeup as an industry is frivolous and silly. Well, dudes are doing it. Well, in they the first prop- place, it's like the Mad Men where yes. it's like, but it, but also it's like they they prescribe the beauty standards And then but beyond that, it's like then they say, God forbid that women actually be using makeup for anything besides beauty standards. That's what they're really mad about when on these makeup videos specifically. It's like, how how dare you like I'm going to tell you that actually I've changed my mind and I don't like that makeup look. Take it off. Take yeah. it off, fix it because it's they don't much. like that they've lost the control. Right, it's a it's a lack of control. She's that makes sense. Vi- exactly, and then you know, and then you have some women who have internalized that shit, and they come in and dis- and they shame. I genuinely like. There are things that it's okay to not like. There are actual, genuine like, harmful contributions to society, mm-hmm. and a woman drawing on her face because she thinks it's cool is not one of those things exactly and when one of the i was saying like one of the makeup videos that your sister did that i loved that i watched three times was she like completely covers this model in gold Mm -hmm. and it's like this gold glitter and like you know she does this incredible like gold all over and it's like yeah is is that for the male gaze like is that because like could she have just washed her skin instead (laughs) of is a dude gonna fuck a girl with gold glitter on? He's gonna be annoyed. There's glitter in his yeah. uh, <laughs> in his true. bed. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just you know, it was just it's just really frustrating because you're corny. You don't like makeup. Okay, announce it elsewhere. You don't need to come find this girl's video. And also, you don't need to. The old boy told you that it was his friend's sister. You kept going. So you you wanted to be a petty ass bitch and I was very, very corny and I didn't like that. And yes, I took it personal and I will take it personal. I don't really go in to defend myself. If somebody doesn't think I'm funny, I'm not going to argue with you. But when it's but your it, sister. But you're not going you're not gonna to try and play my sister. First of all, right. her skin is amazing. Fuck you talking about congested bumps. Eat a dick. Ugh, I was so angry. Ugh. 
I mean, people are just so fucking bold, the shit that they say online. It's insane. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that people just have no problem tossing out. And it's even really, with their really name crazy. fully on it, like yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, like it's really it's really, really wild. You know, um, Dylan Marin has this new podcast out where it's like Oh, uh, talking to the people who hate me. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting because it's like, yeah, like this guy was saying, he's like, well, I actually messaged 10 people that day. And he's sitting there talking to him. He's like, you know, I was just angry. And it's like, what is going through these people's heads? Like now that we do act like it's like trolling is funny and horrible. But also it's like we can't pretend like it's not real harassment. Like at a certain point, like when these people are threatening you, like not to that extent. No, no, no. But, but I mean, just like, yeah, because um, uh, I uh, one of my friends, she's an actress, comedian out in L.A., and she was in some movie last year and some dude tweeted at her. He was like, oh, I just wanted to tell you that in so and so movie, you were the worst thing. And I had to find you. And um, and she and they she, love that said, accessibility. And then he was like, he was like, your performance was cringeworthy. And she quote tweeted and she was like, yes, my job in life. Um, She's like the highlight of my career is making guys like him cringe. And I got so angry because. I and I tweeted back. I was like, "Oh, he found the sixth lead in a movie that didn't do well a year ago." Yeah. Just on Twitter just to tell her he didn't like the movie. He's a fucking so loser. Little. Yeah, so You're a angry. fucking cornball. What did you make in the time since in the time that you spend finding her to tweet her that mean shit? What did you make? Because she made something and you didn't make shit. Well, it's okay to not like something. But for you to say to it wasn't a constructive criticism. Hey, this performance was weird because of this or and that would have been annoying anyway. Or like I didn't like this movie because of this. You maliciously sought her out to tell her that she wasn't shit. And you're a trash human being for that. For what? She's sick. And then when I responded, the sixth lead, she goes, actually, I was ninth on the call sheet. The ninth lead in a movie. Like, are you kidding me? But also it's insane because it's like now, you know, we're at the point where they can literally, Find you know, you anywhere. and they can get in your brain like, you know, they can reach you through these messages. Whereas if you're walking down the street and a crazy person yells at you, like it, unless they're waiting for you outside your apartment, you know, you're not going to hear what some random asshole who thought of yes. you in a movie thinks of you. That is like, but now they can at you and to at somebody, no matter how famous yeah. they are, like. You might as well just say, I don't think of you as a person. Yeah, exactly. And people, as soon as people get famous, they don't like to think of them as people. Exactly. I've been thinking about that because, you know, if your career goes the way if your career goes the way that you want it to go, you're going to be a public person and already being not even public, just visible in public has been difficult for me because people will say, wash it to you. Right. And so now, like, excuse me, if my career goes the way I want it to go. I'm about to be a black woman on the internet. What kind yeah. of shit is niggas gonna say to me? I even like it's like, and those are like the guys who are like not your friends. And then it's like I can't deal with like every single man I've ever met sending me every feminist thought they've ever had. Yeah, it's like uh, I just don't want. Like, I don't care if men think I'm ugly. I really don't. <laughs> but I just, like, don't want to hear it either. Exactly. Like day after day, and it's just like Jesus Christ. And they know that's the thing too. It's like you still do get to exert your power. It's like, if I don't respond, I lose. If I do respond, I lose. I still saw what you said. Like, you know, I still get to see over and over again what you said. 
And they take such pleasure in this trolling. It's like when they went out to the Gamergate where these guys like waited in the front row for the woman who's the head of the Gamergate who, yeah. who does the Anna feminist. Sarkeesian? Yes. And they were waiting. And then on these videos, they're like, oh, it was a bit like she should have to answer to us. We're her public or whatever. And it's like, no, you're trolling her in real life. And then they were like, it was a joke, but also she should have seriously answered us. And it's like, OK, well, then you which is kidding. it? Yeah, you're not kidding. And you want to harass her. And they say, we're not responsible for the harassment, even though we keep tagging her and yep. saying, go after her. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's like my biggest fear, because like already so far, like my life has changed. Like I got verified on Twitter and the same day, some dudes that I didn't fucking know came after me. Right. Of course. And so it's like now you're someone to go after. Yeah. And it's like, OK, what if I get a late night spot? Are they going to be in my YouTube comments on that video? For sure they will. Ugly? Yes. You know what I mean? Everything. Like, <sighs> That's the thing. Just being a woman. My friend was telling me it's like this guy found her to be like, I noticed that you used to be heavier and you lost weight. Oh, shut up. For real? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, love your thighs. Big, ju-. you know, those are the comments where it's like when a guy has a late night. And then guys in comedy still want to be like. I wish I could be a woman in comedy. Yeah. God, how easy would it how, be? Uh, there was actually this. <laughs> you just get spots whenever you want. I'm just walk on in, like not keeping in mind, like a dude's never going to take you on the road with them. Like right. if they're like married or have a girlfriend. Unless you're or, like, yeah, exactly. But then uh, just like, uh, I guess, I guess a clothing story or whatever. I posted on Facebook a joke. Basically, the gist of the joke is that I've never been in a serious relationship as an adult. And I would like for the universe to just tell me if I'm going to be single forever so that I don't waste my time building credit for a house and a family because I'm just going to waste all of my disposable income buying edibles for my nephew, (laughs) right? So I thought that was like a perfectly fine, straightforward joke. It was worded better than that. I'm funny, I promise. And um, some guy writes under my Uh, post, a man I've never met in my entire life. He was like, oh, um," he said something to the effect of, Oh, uh, don't worry about building credit. Just me and you can live together or be together and we don't have to worry about credit. I said, excuse me. He was like, oh, it was just an attempt at a lame joke or whatever. And it was like, nigga, what's wrong with you? Like riding in on your stallion. (laughs) Like, because this is Facebook. This ain't like Twitter, right? This is Facebook. And it's like, I don't know what's in men that make them think that implying you you want to fuck a stranger or <laughs> telling a stranger she's fuckable. Like, I shot my shot. She's ungrateful. Yes. It was like, I was like, I literally just wrote, excuse me? Because it was like, he said it. They're looking it, for posts for a woman. Just like, you can't even so much as express a natural feeling. Yes. Like, oh, I hope I'm not lonely that, when I'm look, older. But the thing I hope is, I, have, I didn't even you weren't say. Even that. You were just I like, wasn't even do saying. Do I buy I hope, edibles or do I yes, have credit? It was yeah. like, okay, give me power and they in this situation. The, like, and he literally was like, don't worry about your credit. We'll just be together. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. No. The fact that you thought that what I was looking for based on what I wrote was, was for a man to want me is a joke and then two like the fact that you thought oh this complete stranger who is working on a bit posted a bit and now i'm gonna earnestly like let her know i'm attracted to her like it was very corny and it was just like they see everything through their own you know literally men go 
here's an opportunity to tell her about my dick. <laughs> Literally, everything is an opportunity to talk about their dick. Yeah. Everything is an opportunity to make you aware of the fact they got a dick and it works. And he and I was like, excuse me. He was like, oh, but it's, it's my girls who talk t- about their pussies. Right. Too much. We, we talk about our pussies too much on stage. <laughs> and then uh, and so so he writes back, oh, I guess my attempt to be funny and charming fell completely flat. And it's like, yes, the fuck it did. And some girl just wrote, why are men? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's a, actually men? she's a podcast listener and it's definitely stephanie beaglesberg if i remember yes, correctly why but, are men um, why are men so wait we have to run but there were some really awesome emails and reviews that came since last week's episode and i oh my god we have to go through them in a serious serious way yeah uh very soon but i'm out of town next week so we're going to be like not doing something uh, unless you want to we'll be do like off a, next week. No, we'll be off next week. And then, I'll watch Game of Thrones alone <laughs> instead sorry. of with Ray like I'm we so- watched. No, last no, night. I'll still be here on Sunday. OK, good. Um, And then, yeah, so we'll be off. So that's why we wanted to do a little bit of an extra long episode. Although I guess it's probably about normal. Yes, yeah, probably about normal. Length, but we haven't done t- two weeks in a row ever. So this is. A big deal. Exactly. Uh, but but when I get back, we will be more regular. I promise I'll make an effort to be better to Marsha because she's we'll have guests devoted because in a we're way. we're starting to schedule guests, which has been hard, but we're starting to get a more regular schedule. Right. And uh, But yeah, yeah, yeah. There are these amazing emails, and I need them to come in. And you guys have been really great about using the hashtag to Andrew with MR. Yes. Oh, my God. It's been so incredible. I love hearing about the militia, and especially when things come out in the news. Like, there was this one article that was like, breaking news men are still into women who are skinny and young it was like seriously like style like yeah. uk and brianna tagged us immediately yeah and was like uh newsflash no one cares and we're just gonna like use this in our militia practice yeah like, huh, huh, like stabbing <laughs> and the they magazine. ended up deleting the tweet because it I wasn't know. just us it no, was, it was everybody ragging on because it's like oh how crazy like men still prefer the beauty standards they always told us we should have like or it's like oh you mean the same but also, men like, that were even like, if they were like even if they were just assessing facts because it is facts the study did happen and it did but who do cares that. but it was like the presentation it's official exclamation point right. men like young skinny <laughs> bitches it's like okay bitch yeah like the fuck and the opposite article was it's official women like dad bods and it's like <laughs> well we're all keeping up to our great yeah. standards so yes um email us at misandry marcia and ray at gmail.com follow- can i end on my oh yeah, yeah follow us on twitter at misandry with mr yes and uh instagram is everything else is at misandry with marcia and ray mm-hmm. and, and then uh, please email us please review us we love you we'll get to it i promise we will yeah someone emailed us something great um someone talking about us yesterday too something else oh really yeah we want to talk about um everything and uh crush men send us your crush men mondays because we definitely need them crush i was gonna do so many i had dr luke i want to crush dr luke mm. kesha's tormentor i want to crush this six foot seven man who stood in front of me at a concert on oh, saturday yeah, yeah, i forgot because i think that one of the malicious duties even though there's a lot going on that we need to fix is going to be meticulously arranging concerts according to height that's important <laughs> to me so until next time See you in the woods. (laughs) We'll come back from the woods and it'll be delightful. Yes. See you soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Do not manslay me or manslay me.